and welcome to RNGG Presents Final Fantasy XIV FanFest 2021, as hosted on the Digital Cryptids feed. Mm-hmm. I'm Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I'm Crash, my pronouns are they, them. We're here to tell you all about the hot new information for the critically acclaimed MMORPG Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. now free to play through level 60, including the first expansion, Heavensward. And... I I've heard buzz of like maybe they might be adding Stormblood to that. Oh, that'd be fucked up for me specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's it's a rumor and like it's unsubstantiated, but um I think that'd be like a good like kind of like a gimmick. Like do like the last two expansions as paid, but then like let the other ones be freebies. I could see them maybe do adding Stormblood after the next expansion. Yeah. Give it like a slower drip for the free to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're going to do that. Um, okay. So yes, FanFest 2021. Oh. I was talking about the keynote. Yeah. This is also like extremely like just day one info. They're going to be doing stuff tonight as well, but it's going to be like less big juicy announcements and more like clarification like more mm-hmm. like details but like this was like the hard-hitting big announcements this from is the, the important stuff that you care about yeah um so let's just i have a, a few notes here from when we just watched it mm-hmm. um the first thing we have is the trailer mm-hmm. okay so as somebody who is in a realm reborn and like kind of getting like random context from like stuff online weird things that i have said cryptically over like the past couple of months uh yeah it's like, i haven't finished a realm reborn mm-hmm. but i do know who the baja blast man is mm-hmm. like how is how was the experience of getting like that full trailer for you i mean it was just a good trailer mm-hmm. i think it, it was one of those things where i just sort of took it in yeah it's like if i was watching a trailer for a game series i didn't know anything about uh it'd be like if i watched the dragon age 4 trailer at e3 yeah yeah i i feel like i'm I'm definitely in a similar place with dragon age but like but for me i'm like you know seeing all these things because like endwalker is the conclusion of like this big arc they've been doing since a run Mm -hmm. born so like it's it was very it's very satisfying for for me as somebody who's been kind of on the ground floor since the the rework happened to like see all these threads and especially like you know a certain character being like oh you know there's even more things about the universe that we don't even realize and like we're barely scratching the surface with what we know and like Shadowbringers had a lot of like big revelations about the cosmology and like how things work too so like mm-hmm. the it's it's like I think I'm like I'm excited to see this conclusion, but I'm also very very excited for like the um because I'm six is going to be like the end. Like they're not going to do what they've done in the past, where like the content patches after the expansion comes out kind of like help resolve the expansion story. Like six is like the end of the 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 story, and like six point one, two, three, four, five are going to be more of like revving up up for what's next revving up for like what the next huge arc is going to be about Mm -hmm. i here's the thing and all of the the media that they show me and Mm -hmm. uh in the like other new areas and stuff the one thing i know about endwalker is that you're going to the moon and Mm. so far everything i'm just like so is this on the moon 
How are we getting to the moon? When yeah. is the moon happening? Yeah, and, and like and like we've we've seen like you know Thavnir, we've seen old Charlayan, we saw like a weird biodome that exists under underground and plays like clown music. So mm-hmm. like I there's a lot of um like the moon yeah there's a lot of stuff that's like gearing up to be on the moon i want to say something about kind of like the order of how the zones happen in storm or in Shadowbringers, but i don't want to spoil that but i guess the impression that i'm getting currently is i think going to the moon especially mare um lamentorum is gonna be kind of the if i had to guess especially with some of the like the theming and the music i think it's gonna be the last zone we go to I think that's probably going to yeah. be like the last, yeah. like either as like a like a level cap kind of zone or like the last one or two levels of the leveling experience is going to be there. If mm-hmm. I if I had to guess, just from like some of the stuff we saw on the moon that I was trying not to react to because that's spoilers, and um, some of the music that's happening too is is like they're using like light motifs from. You know stuff stuff that happened in Shadowbringers specifically. I'm just like ah okay. There's there's some business on the moon. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, if I had to guess, it would probably be probably the last zone we're going we're going to. I could be wrong. I could be completely wrong. It could be like the midpoint. You know. But yeah, I'll... it's just it's one of those things where they're not even like nothing that they've shown me has informed me about what the moon is about like yeah. is there a reason we're going to the moon all i know uh, about the moon is that sometimes meteor is standing on it doing a cool pose i feel like i know why we're going to the moon because spoiler reasons so mm-hmm. i i think that's like i guess the the difference in perspective being at like different points in the 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 story and like the understanding of it i i feel like i have a i have a good pretty good idea of why we're there mm-hmm uh, anyways, that's the trailer. And then Yoshi P comes out in his Bloodborne cosplay. Yeah, just like head to toe, black leather belts, a little bit of plate, wielding a huge fucking scythe. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we, so the, one of the traditions of FanFest is Naoki Yoshida, the director and producer, wears t-shirts ahead of time to the job reveals. And they are always clues to something we're going to get. So when we were gearing up for Stormblood, one of the shirts he wore was Spider-Man. And the the joke was that, um, you know, the Spider-Man movies that were um, made in the 2000s were made by Sam Raimi. And in Japanese, Sam Raimi said like Samu Raimi. And that is very similar to Samurai. Mm -hmm. And so people were like, ah, Spider-Man, Sam Raimi, Samurai confirmed, and it was. We got Samurai in Stormblood. <laughs> and then, like, previously, like, he had worn, like, a Batman shirt. And that was, like, leading up to Dark Knight being confirmed. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Um, And this time, in Endwalker, in addition to Sage, mm-hmm. they're adding Reaper, which is breaking the tradition. Mm-hmm. Reaper is a job that did not exist in a Final Fantasy before this. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they're going to put Reapers in Final Fantasy 16? No. Well, Do you think I, there's jobs in Final Fantasy 16? <laughs> well, there's summoners, because the main character is like a, a summoner knight. Mm. Um, yeah, his whole thing is like channeling like Eidolons. Actually, wait. Yeah, his whole thing is like channeling Eidolons, and that kind of like informs his moveset. Like he has like 
like a phoenix dash and stuff like that, which is more or less what like Reaper is doing. Reaper, maybe, maybe he's a Reaper. Maybe, maybe he's... he's a Reaper, and so Yoshi P was like, "I'm going to do it first. <laughs> well, I mean, he's also the director yeah. for Sixteen, so yeah. So, but he's like, "I want to put it in the game that I like more." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so... very clear about this being like, and this is the thing that I want to work on forever. Mm. So I want to give like a, a little bit of history, just like real quick about like Dark Knight um, and kind of how it played in Eleven, because mm-hmm. um, it was so in Final Fantasy Eleven the tank jobs are Warrior, Paladin, and Ninja. Ninja was kind of an unintentional tank by the devs, but the community was like, "Oh, I can set up this defensive cooldown that prevents me from taking damage." Um, if I pair this with the subjob of warrior with, with, which has provoke, I can essentially fulfill the role of, of tank. And then slowly over time, the dev team was like, oh, that's really cool. And they started like giving ninjas like tank gear, but dark Knight and dark Knight is not a tank in 11. It is like full on melee DPS that has like, you know, cooldowns that like sacrifice your HP to do more damage you know, you do more damage for a period of time, but you will take more damage if somebody hits you. Um, and in in eleven, the two primary weapons that Dark Knight uses is a scythe or a great sword. Technically, also mm-hmm. a great axe, but the, the the highest two proficiencies Dark Knight has is great sword and scythe. So when Dark Knight was revealed for fourteen, uh, there is a I wouldn't say a, a a large group of people, but like there is a minority of people that was like. It kind of sucks that, you know, the, the job that I liked in 11 is no longer playing the same role. Dark Knight in 14 is a tank. Uses a great sword too. So, uh, and I, I wasn't like in that crowd necessarily, but I do, I was a little bit disappointed that like we lost our like scythe wielding, you know, goth DPS kind of aesthetic. And instead we got Dark Knight, which is still goth, but it's a tank. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited that we are getting a separate like scythe wielding dark aspected melee dps job in 14 i think that's like a really elegant way to kind of handle the the kind of um like i guess disappointment from the uh that that small group of people for like dark knight's original reveal Mm -hmm. and also like it looks like what they're doing with it um as like a job like um concept with like how it plays looks like it's a relatively unique kind of game mechanic um Uh, so yeah let's talk about what they've they've told us about reaper yeah um and what they've shown us the Mm -hmm. first thing they've shown us is that the reaper gets a spooky ghost boyfriend yeah so um every reaper has i think they've just called it a void scent avatar yeah they call it an avatar which um void scents are just like the in in universe term for like demons the um there is a you know primordial darkness in the cosmos and that is the void and every void scent it as far as we're i'm pretty sure like every void scent that we have dealt with comes from the void um Mm -hmm. and it's like interesting because like um like black mage's storyline and a lot of its job quests deal with like handling the void or like sealing it but not channeling it it's very like black mage's work 
like from like preventing the world from take or the void from taking over the world and like sealing rifts from the void into our world but they're never like i am channeling void magic they're just you know kind of like kind of brushing up against it so it's kind Mm -hmm. of fun that we're getting this job that's like no i am channeling the power of the void i have a void sent avatar buddy and uh together we're gonna slash the shit out of stuff yep um they said before it's a completely original final fantasy 14 job Mm -hmm. uh they use scythes as we've mentioned the the key art that they show it has a hrothgar in it very cool looking very cool looking Mm -hmm. um uh they're they're sharing the same armor subcategory as dragoon mm, which is very very pleasant to me because i love dragoon gear because it's like a lot of the time when they do like gear sets tank and dragoon will share armor like appearances but then they'll do like you know maybe make the dragoon set a little less heavy armor but it's still heavier heavier armored than like the other melee dps mm-hmm. um i don't know mm-hmm. I, I, so it, it it also has like a whole uh, like a transformation aspect to it too so like yeah it's uh you can one of the uh, abilities that they have let us know about is that you can channel the avatar mm-hmm. and it gives you like a ghostly aura and red eyes. It also like from I because I, I watched it like three times last night. It it gives you a new appearance, like it drapes you in a black cloak and like mm-hmm. changes your look. So I'm very curious to see how that's going to play out because um it was demoed on a female aura avatar character. So I'm like very curious to see how that looks on like everybody in 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 Aorzia. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you can get it at level seventy, and mm-hmm. it, it starts at level seventy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have an associated class because they're done doing that. They're the essentially the only thing that has like um, that sort of like starting class into the job transition is the base games, you know, uh, classes and jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I feel like. Um, I also saw that uh, somebody pointed out there's like a point at the end of the trailer where the Reaper uses like three attack animations in a row with like no downtime between them. And that it also kind of looks like they're able to um, channel the Void Avatar for like big attacks that aren't necessarily like the transformation aspect of the the rotation yeah i'm i'm imagining there's probably like a meter involved yeah. in doing those deplenishes the meter yeah yeah I, I think um yeah i definitely think there's a job gauge because everything has a job gauge now and it's probably like your base combos fill up the job gauge and i i if i had to wager a guess i think it's you have an option to either consume the gauge and start the transformation aspect of the rotation or mm-hmm. you can just kind of like consume a little bit of your gauge to perform big strong attacks big hit. yeah so it's kind of a matter of like you know is this you know enemy gonna live long enough for me to do my whole like spooky or transformation or if that's on cooldown you could still like you know consume it a little bit to do big attacks mm-hmm. um i do want to talk about one thing about this uh lore wise yeah in the greater the greater final fantasy aspect mm-hmm because you mentioned, you know, Void Scent. They specifically, the way they phrased it first was, you summon an avatar from the Void. Mm-hmm. Um, the Void, which is canonically the same Void in every Final Fantasy game. Correct. Because, like, X-Death and Cloud of Darkness, which are Void entities, like, 
come out of the void and have like appeared in final fantasy 14 like they're very not subtle about like how this void is the same void in every final fantasy mm-hmm. and i i just you know want to just wonder if they're going to play with that for anything i kind of hope so because um uh, I know that they, they said this is a an original concept to fourteen, but there are like um like additional content that they made for Final Fantasy V that has to do with like kind of talking a little bit more about the void and like um like I think that that game has like the uh, Oracle, which is like a dark mage necromancer kind of job. Mm-hmm. Um, no, necromancer is different than Oracle. Sorry, but um, so I'm I'm curious to see if like any of that gets like hinted at because um i think i think that kind of like hints that like x death maybe was like manipulated by an even bigger darker force or something like that because like you fight like a a crazy optional boss in final fantasy 5 advance that's like even stronger than neo x death and like shinryu and omega weapon Mm mm-hmm so it'd be fine. Yeah, it's definitely uh, an option they have here. It's like, all right, let's let's do some fucked up Final Fantasy story. Yeah, yeah, because they like like dropping in little morsels like that every now and again. They're they're not like Final Fantasy fourteen is definitely a um, both a Final Fantasy theme park of like cameos and references, but I feel like also they do a good job of like having original content to fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of original content to Final Fantasy fourteen, the next thing they talked about was the story and how it's the end of the arc, and it mm-hmm. will end at 6.0. Yep. Uh, and then Yoshi P wants me specifically to forget everything they talked about. <laughs> yeah, he was like, this is somebody in like the YouTube chat, I want to say, was like, I'm still in A Realm Reborn, and Yoshi P's like, I mean, I want you to watch the presentation, but like, maybe... Uh, you know, don't think about this. Don't look at it too hard. Don't think about this too hard and uh, enjoy, you know, where you're where you're at in the story. Mm-hmm. So I didn't take any notes on that part. Yeah. Uh, so after that was the new areas. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got uh, old Charlayan. Yeah. Charlayan. Charlayan. Yeah. Yeah. Charlahan. It's kind of giving me like Grecian like stonework. I think somebody was saying that it also has like influences to like um Irish like stonework as well. Mm-hmm. Which it's 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 a gorgeous zone. Like it's it's some place that like we've heard about for so many years. And like there's also a Charlene like settlement that you can go to in, in Heaven's Word. So it's cool to see kind of the um the influences that like that settlement has and like clearly it has like callbacks to um oh the old charlayan proper mm-hmm. um and then the next thing was labyrinthos yes labyrinthos. which is i i i mean i love the the um the gimmick right because uh they revealed that it's a an underground settlement that has an artificial sun there it's shown like growing crops and like has like windmills but like it's also playing like farting clown music almost mm-hmm. so uh, <laughs> it, it made me feel like it, it made me feel uneasy and that like something weird is going on there yeah um i i don't know if that's going to be the case ultimately but like 
It, there's there's something going on in Labyrinth, though. Especially if it's, like, underground. Like, why does it need to be underground? Why do you have an artificial sun? How did you get that technology and that magic, you know? Yeah. Uh, next thing I have written down is Thavanair and all of the uh, interior things of Thavanair, because it's, like, a whole new area. Yeah, Thavanair is, is, is another place that we've heard a lot about over the years. We've had, like, Thavanarian outfits, dancer is um a onions yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so it's is really good to be able to actually go to thafnir now and it looks so good it's very like technicolor desert i guess if Mm -hmm. i had to describe it in like a couple of words but it's also like um like Razadhan, the like main settlement in thafnir is also like very clearly like southeast asian indian kind of uh yeah. influenced for sure um and then they uh showed art for an unnamed flying area right they said it was an area specifically mm-hmm. so we've got uh labyrinthos old charlayan thavnir razadhan unnamed floating area garlamide and then um the moon mari um yeah, the, the moon. <laughs> it's the moon. Yeah, Sea of Lament. So it's like, this is a good chunk of, like, new places to go. I'm, mm-hmm. And they all have, like, very, like, different feels. Like, I, I feel like this expansion is looking very saturated currently. Um, and I'm, 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 I'm very here for it. Uh, and then after that, they talked about the Maga Sisters. Mm-hmm. They said, hey, it's like the, the Final Fantasy IV characters, but different. Mm-hmm. Because we're going to the moon. Yep. Moon confirmed. Speaking of moon, Loparitz. Yeah. It's moon rabbits. Yeah. They're, um, I think it's supposed to be a reference to Naming Way from Final Fantasy IV. Yeah. Which is good. They're adorable. Love them. <laughs> Um, and then we got, like, a whole slideshow that had a bunch of different words written on it, such as, no more belts. <laughs> level and cap. small-scale PvP. Yeah, level cap is going up to 90, which we kind of expected. Um, mm-hmm. They're toning down the damage numbers. Mm-hmm. Performing a stat squish. Getting rid of belts. Small-scale PvP. Mm-hmm. New raid. I wrote down one of them. The the pandemonium. Yeah, so pandemonium's gonna be our eight person content raid. That's kind of the like the challenge mode. That's like what the savage raiders do. But it also has like a normal mode for people who want to experience the story of it. And I feel like um, I, I like that like because like coil binding coil Bahamut from a realm reborn had no difficulty like change like categories. It was just. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to know what Alice was up to in A Realm Reborn, you had to, like, raid your ass off and, like, do those janky fights. Oh, <laughs> uh, and it's got the guy with the red mask. It's, um, I, I'm pretty sure it, 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 people have matched up the mask and it's La Habrea's mask. But it's, like, his sigil is split in half, which is new and weird, and also, um... Baha Brea. Baha Brea is dead, 
So, um, that's weird for him to be back. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a whole thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they've uh, got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they started, uh, they told us about a couple of things that will happen post-6.0. Mm-hmm. Uh, such as the Island Sanctuary, which uh, they described as being like solo content that will exist uh, through the 6.x patches. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I also, um, I don't know if it was this time or last time, but they they did kind of confirm that it's not just gathering and crafting content. Like, it probably mm-hmm. will also have some form of, like, you know, chill battle content as well. Mm-hmm. Which is good, because, like, Gathering and crafting in this game can be rather overwhelming, and I get why, like, some people don't engage with it. Uh, and then 6.1 will add the addition of the Ishgardian housing. Mm-hmm. They're apparently working on some system to make the, um... House buying process a little less, bit better. Yeah, which is good. It That is a, a kind of a a very big pain point in the community right now is how like scalping is an issue. People hoarding houses is an issue. You know, it's the lockout timers when properties become available is like unpredictable. And like people will um, set up like clicking macros from third party programs to try to buy houses. It's a whole, whole mess. Mm hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad to hear that they're doing something, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, data center travel coming before 6.0? Yes. Yeah. And like, for testing. Mm-hmm. Which, thank goodness. That's, that's going to be fun. I've got friends, or not friends, but like, I, I have acquaintances on Crystal. I've got acquaintances on Primal. We're on Aether. So like, it'll be nice to like, I like, I know there's going to be some restrictions. So like, people are like um maybe thinking that like we may not be able to do like real content together but even still like it would be nice to get like everybody from like you know one of the discords i'm on together for like a group picture or something like that Mm -hmm. or one of those uh raves that happen yeah like rp events or like you know or like overworld content like treasure maps would be fun to do as well Mm mm-hmm fates during the yokai watch event (laughs) um they gave the release date november 23rd 2021 yeah and then i think they said the uh early access will be the 19th yes yeah they did show screenshots of like new dungeons but like they're very like out of context and honestly kind of terrifying like the one dungeon i'm looking at screenshots of now and i'm like that's a Vor dungeon. Hmm. Or uh, the one, there's one screenshot of what is clearly like a mouth door. And ah. it's, it's like fleshy looking. <laughs> Gross. But like this other one, it's looking like very industrial looking, probably something like getting into Garlemod, maybe. Um, who actually knows? Uh, they're adding a new data center. Yeah. Oceania. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> it'll, yeah. It'll be there eventually. Yeah. And they like, said they were going to try to do it before 6.0, but they're probably not going to be able to due to a uh, pandemic. Mm-hmm. 
But like I, I, I have known people and raided with people who have tried to raid in Australia and New Zealand, and it's it's rough for them because you either mm-hmm. you either raid on the North American servers with people that like will speak English with you, and um, you have to deal with like the higher ping, or you have to play on the Japanese servers, and not you know not every Australian or not every player from Oceania speaks Japanese. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of like disconnect there. And the, um, the same ping issues with the Europe server or yeah. data center as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've saved the best piece of information for last, mm-hmm. um, which is that they are putting, they said no more playable races, but yeah, we'll, we will go back and we are adding male, male Viera. And in the future we will be adding female Parathgar. Yeah. Yeah. And then we got, a teaser trailer of the male Vieira. We got to see them in motion. We got to see some key art for them. Um, Y'all. The pony boys are cute. Yeah, they're, um, they're not my style, but I adore them. I am extremely happy for everybody who has been, you know, asking about them, like, politely, because there have been some people who have been, like, very like rude about like any time square and exposed to anything on twitter in the replies being like where are vr boys where are vr boys where and, and like it's it's it got to be a lot mm-hmm. um but that is also a very vocal very 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 small percentage of the people who are like celebrating this like announcement um they look good their animations are fun they're kind of um like a little like more chill like they're they're they feel very like laid back which i like yeah some of their animations are kind of like stoic in a way yeah but they're like people have been doing um like because these I, I i'm pretty sure these like um places that they're walking around in in the the teaser trailer are real places in Shadowbringers. so people have been taking like their avatar there to do like height comparisons and i feel like it's more or less confirmed that they are at least the ones that they demoed are shorter than female Vieras. They're um maybe around the height of like female Alra, which are rather short. Mm. Um like female Alra are like the shortest non-Lala felt like player options. Um, oh, I didn't get the impression that they were that short from the trailer, but yeah. I also haven't seen the height comparisons. Yeah, I, I'll need to dig some up for you. But like, even if they're not that small, they're going to be like Midlander boyish height. Or yeah, ca- like, they are going to yeah, which is good. That is adorable. I love that for them. I'm I'm gonna pick them up in my big Rodame arms and give them like smooches on the forehead. <laughs> And, like, the fact that they, like, they're not giving us a timeline for female Hrothgar, and, like, honestly, like, I think, um, kind of pessimistically, I'm probably expecting them in, like, 7.0 if I'm, you yeah, know. Yeah, 7.0 feels correct. But the fact that they are, female Hrothgar are on the table, they're not, um, forgetting about the people who want them, me. <laughs> I, I feel like that has, like, um... I don't know. I think that that was a good confirmation to have. Like, even yeah, you, even I'm expecting gonna... the timeline to be uh, 7.0. You get uh, a female Hrothgar, mm-hmm. and then like 7.5, they finally add hats. Yeah, I mean, I want to be surprised. Like, maybe they could do it in like 6.2 or something like that. 
Um, but especially with, um, I think they have an opportunity to do a female Hrothgar teaser in one of the pieces of Shadowbringers content because it is just kind of like very Hrothgar-centric lore. Mm-hmm. But they've had multiple opportunities to tease a female Hrothgar in that lore, and they haven't yet. But now that they've given us the confirmation, I feel like we'll get like a glimpse of one, and that—that's the—that's all I need. That's the—that's the feel I need for um to keep me going on my my vigil of um wanting big lion girls. Mm-hmm. I just the bunny boys they they hit a very specific part of my brain mm. that uh is very happy that they exist. Yeah, yeah, and like I like um. Like, um, I saw people being kind of a little bit like, oh, you know, they're twinks. And I'm, I don't know, like, for me, I'm like, I'm... Well, you know. yeah, they're twinks. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. My, my thing is, like, I feel like we've got a lot of good flavors for beefcake in the game right now. Like The only other twink option right now is Catboy. Yeah, and, like, I feel like Midlander boys, like, hit kind of, like, a good, like, middle ground between, yeah. like hunk and like beefcake and twink um but like I, I don't know like i feel like milvier have like a different energy than catboys like catboys are definitely like energetic they're like a little bit peppier and i like that viera guys are you know stoic a little like laconic and methodical in their animations like i think that's like a good um kind of differentiation to have between your t- your twinks <laughs> like some people were like Hrothgar shouldn't have, been, shouldn't have been added to the game because they don't add anything different than like what we have for Rogadin. To that I say, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> Hrothgar and Rogadin, yeah, they're like big and beefy, but like they have very different like animations, very different flavors as well. And like their their personality that you can give them through like animations. Mm-hmm. I I just I want the animations from the bunny boy on my cat girl very specifically <laughs> yeah because like i am like i i could just transfer over but you know i i'm becoming attached to what i have currently mm-hmm. yeah yeah no i de- i definitely get that like i'm i'm definitely like comfortable with daphne and like i love her look i love being a row girl um the moment femprofs come out though Daphne yeah. Daphne is undergoing furification like immediately. <laughs> I don't know, it's just like like I love like Crashing Waves my my Hrothgar alt I like, but I also like the um like the tall broad muscular like avatar that I've got right now in in female in uh my female Rogadin and I I don't know, I I have a strong suspicion unless they're absolutely cowards that female Hrothgar will fill a similar niche to Femrose, but like in a different like flavor. Um, but yeah, the, the, the response to bunny boys on Twitter has been like, ultimately like positive. Like I've seen like maybe one or two people being like, Ooh, but like a majority of everything I've seen has been people just being so happy. Like, you know, I, you know, a lot of like trans mask friends that I have are very excited for the bunny boys. And I love that for them. I, you know, 
I just I want people to be excited about this game. I want people to have avatars that they feel comfortable in and that they identify with ultimately. Mm-hmm. I just want to smooch them. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that for you. I'm I'm more of like I'm going to smooch them on the forehead and like ruffle their ears. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen has for like the third time today retweeted the male Vieira trailer. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like, like literally, there was like a period of like uh, maybe a year where like there were like they could not tweet something and not just have like all most of the replies being like, "Where are the Vieira boys? Where are the Vieira boys?" So I I don't blame them for being like. They're here. Leave us alone. They're here. <laughs> I also love that um people were memeing about the like the money, the money, the bunnies on the moon being the boy Vieras. And then I think the the Final Fantasy fourteen Twitter like replied to that meme and was like <laughs> egg on your face or something like that. <laughs> um, I mean do we have anything else we need to to say? Um I I, I, I've been like kind of I haven't watched the full concert yet but I've seen some clips from it and they're very silly uh, Soken the lead composer for Final Fantasy 14 is he's such a hardworking man but he's also a giant fucking meme <laughs> mm-hmm. so like there's um a video of him playing and singing along to one of the zone musics for Shadowbringers. And he's also dual wielding automatones. And like, I, I don't know if it was him uh, singing off key intentionally, but it was very, very funny. Sounds um, very funny indeed. I'm, I'm going to go through my YouTube history and like find it for you. But apparently he did that in 2018 as well. So like, God, Sogan, what a class act. Oh, yeah, here it is. I don't know, I just, um, FanFest is always a fun time of year for for the Final Fantasy community. It's like, I don't know, I, I, I like that Um, in the past, Naoki Yoshida has, like, encouraged people, if you don't feel like playing the game right now, I encourage you to play other games. I encourage you to take breaks from our game. The story will be there whenever you want to engage with it again. And like, we're happy to have you back whenever you, you want to play again. And I like that. Um, uh, Fan Fest is kind of like a, a good, like reinvigoration kind of remembering like what you love about this game. You know, they're getting us hyped up for all the new stuff to buy all the new stuff. Cause like, you know, they're selling like a collector's edition for the, for Endwalker, And it's got all this, like, you know, real life swag if you want it um but i just i don't know i i i one of these years i, I really want to go to like fan fest live in person mm-hmm. um because they just they seem like a great time even if they are like a convention full of nerds like i feel like i feel like the final fantasy community final fantasy 14 community is is a good one like even if you know, we've got like raiders and casual players that don't see eye to eye and you get into spats when you do like random roulettes because you're not playing the same play style that everybody else wants to. And you're getting you're getting like backseat, you know, somebody's telling you how to heal Hawk Manor. But like, ultimately, I, I, I love Final Fantasy XIV's community. I love this game. 
Um, it's such a blast to play. I'm, I'm happy to be back. I am happy you are back. I, you know, I'm, I'm excited for you to get more into the game, you know, past a realm reborn because eventually someday, <laughs> maybe this time I'll do it. <laughs> I've done, I've beaten five or 2.0. I've, mm. I've done 2.0. 2.0 is done. Cassidy, I have beaten A Realm Reborn twice <laughs> since since you have beaten 2.0. <laughs> to be fair, I've also halfway beaten 2.0 a second and time. Also, <laughs> also, I was skipping cutscenes because I knew it was going to be dry. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, yeah, I... Um, I know what happens here. I, it is not super pleasant to watch, so I am skipping cutscenes. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I think that's it for here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know where to find us. Yeah. Uh, go check out the RNGG at RNGG Cast if you somehow don't already. Mm-hmm. If you got to this feed through one of the other feeds that I'm putting as part of this, you know it's it's all chill. Yeah. Uh, anyways, see you for E3. <laughs> Yeah. Do you know Rahi? I will play Rahi. <laughs> <laughs>